and I just had more to say than how to uh, build muscle. I felt I've already said as much as I could, and this podcast has been an incredible platform to uh, give me place to express what's going on in my life in these different departments that all men resonate with. Hey, what's up, friends? I'm Vince Del Monte, father, husband, and the OG of online fitness marketing. For more than a decade, I've been committed to helping skinny guys pack on muscle. And after building multiple seven-figure online fitness businesses, I've achieved freedom and financial security through mentorship, hard work, and my passion for fitness. And I want to help you do the same. Recently, I've built the best mastermind coaching program that exists for fitness professionals by giving you the shortest no BS path to grow to six, seven, and even eight figures regardless of your starting level. My coaching was designed to give you the skills, systems, and support to become an industry mover and shaker and build the business and life of your dreams. All right, welcome back to the Vince Del Monte podcast, and we are approaching 500. What am I talking about approaching? We just hit 500 freaking episodes. That is outstanding. And I launched this podcast a couple years ago, and it was built around one premise, helping men become better men by maximizing the five M's of manhood, muscle, mindset, money, mission, and marriage. And uh, this was about the time where I was probably 12 years into my fitness business and transitioning into business coaching, and I just had more to say than how to uh, build muscle. I felt I've already said as much as I could, and this podcast has been an incredible platform to uh, give me a place to express what's going on in my life in these different departments that typically um, all men resonate with and uh, are in or looking forward to. So in this episode, what I want to do is share 10 lessons from 500 episodes. And it wasn't easy to come up with just 10 lessons, but I thought I'd share with you some insights and help you appreciate why I love doing this and why perhaps you might find a lot of joy and satisfaction and impact in starting your own podcast or maybe putting more effort into your podcast. So without further ado and in no particular order, I'm going to knock these five, never mind 10 reasons out. Actually, the way I've organized this now looking at my notes is I'm going to share five things that I've learned about the power of podcasting and then I'm going to shift into five things that I just personally love about podcasting. So here we go, five things that I've learned about the power of podcasting. So number one, collaborations are the way to go. And I know there's some really big names out there. I recently heard, uh, you know, Bedros, one of my great friends and mentors, talk about how his podcast is completely built between two people, him and the audience. And that's that's an awesome message. I, I love it. I, I, don't get me wrong. My ego gets the best of me when I hear that. And I think to myself, you know what? I'm just going to run this podcast all by myself. No more guests. But the truth of the matter is, is that this podcast serves me where I'm at in my business. And, you know, frankly, I don't have an audience of that magnitude where I can grow it with just my current following. So one of the things that I've learned about the power of podcasting is that collabs are the way to go, especially at the start. Now, there's a number of reasons why I like a collaboration. And a collaboration is having a guest on your platform. 
One, it is a place where you can invite people into your home, if you will, and almost no one will turn you down. There's very few people that will want to know your stats. People understand that people that listen to podcasts are on the serious type. They value personal growth, and it's just a great place to get exposure. And exposure is the gateway to expansion. So collabs are fantastic because, one, you can connect much easier with people that it would be harder to get a hold of. We recently had Dr. Meg Meeker on our podcast, which is absolutely insane. She's a one of the best, if not the best, author when it comes to parenting. And uh, I know saying that we have a podcast and uh, a decent-sized following definitely influences people's decision of whether they're going to invest their time in sharing their message on your platform. Um, collabs also uh, create opportunities to go on other people's platforms if there's a connection built and a lot of people like to reciprocate. Hey, would you like to come on my show? Another neat thing for podcasts is that it's my way of finding my guests for my live events. And when I have great conversations via podcast, I'm like, hey, would you love to come speak to our live event? And this can lead to joint venture partnerships as well, even having people come to multiple events in the future and sometimes invitations to go speak at their events. So collaborations is a fantastic way to get on other people's podcasts as well as um, opening doors for potential partnerships and even just friendships and also introductions. Um, podcasters are pretty well connected in the space and they can easily open up doors and say, hey, you know you, who you should have on your show or hey, you know who um, uh, you should uh, be introduced to because you should definitely be on that person's show. So collabs are a great way. And when you get a great guest, uh, we've had some uh, specific guests that have shared that, hey, I've been on the Vince Del Monte podcast, and we see a surge of views. We see a surge of followers uh, because people are loyal to that individual, and they want to see what that um, person has to say. So they, hey, I like this guy that uh, um, my buddy was just on, and I want to see what else he has. I'm going to go follow his Instagram account. I'm going to follow him on Facebook. I'm going to follow his YouTube. And, oh, wow, he's got a podcast. I'm going to actually subscribe so, so many people, some of our best clients have come from guests, um, followers of guests, because they're typically value-driven people, and they're typically ambitious, and they're serious, and they're looking for personal growth, and we just find that uh, podcast audience is um, some of the best leads, some of the best followers that you'll get. That's number one that I've learned, and it's why we continue to have guests on our show at least once per week. Maybe one day, it'll just be the Vince Del Monte show again. I'll kick my bro off the show. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe this continues to remain the format. I personally like having guests. It works with my entire business model, and um, I like learning from people as well. And um, I think it's just a really easy way to build relationships. Number two, what I've learned about podcasting is that people will listen long if the content is good. Now, I don't typically do what I would call marathon sessions. I think back in the day, 
you know, I used to do much longer episodes. You'll find that our episodes are, you know, about 10, 20, 30 minutes. Guests are a little longer. But what we've found is that there's no drop-off rate. If the content is good, it's a great guest, people will sit there and they'll stick for a full-blown 50, 60-minute episode. I don't know where you're consuming it, but there's no such thing as too long of an episode. But I will say there are episodes that are just too boring and that ramble on. So with that being said, let's move move to the next point. The title matters most. We do find that a great title can ignite the spark for an episode to take off and the assuming the content's great, um, you'll get way more traction. Uh, one of our top episodes was with uh, one of my um, mentees, Richard Yu, and uh, I believe the um, title was The Masterclass on networking and what a great title that was and we actually tried it with a couple other episodes where I just went super deep on this particular topic the master class on this and you can kind of figure out different types of content your people like so um, you know I don't put the master class in front of every single topic because eventually you get um, blinders on but it is a powerful one when you want to really have a, a double whammy effect so so study uh, popular titles uh, via YouTube, via Google. You can find like article names that are ranking at the top for the subject matter that you're about to teach on and try and leverage um, titles that are already creating traction. Um, there's a great book by, um, I forget the guy's name. Oh my goodness, How to Sell Anything. Oh, now I got to check it. It's Subu, Subur, I forget the guy's name. How to Sell Anything, I think, to... Uh, Subu's an Australian guy. I forget the guy's name. Oh, here is um, How to Sell Anything to Anybody. Maybe that's the book. I forget. Uh, oh, Sabri Subi. There we go. I'm searching while I'm talking to you. Sabri Subi. He's got a great book. And inside the book, he's got um, some um, great um, sample headlines that can turn into great titles. And, um, and just taking some time on your title is worth it. Don't just kind of put up a rinky-dinky title. I know some really big guys, um, their titles just aren't that, you know, great. But you listen anyways because the guy's got a massive audience. Put time and effort into the title. That's what I'm saying. People love lists, you know, five tips, five mistakes, how-tos, always do great. The master class on, those are really practical titles and um, you can play with some other people's uh, titles and try and reverse engineer and make them your own and uh, try and figure out what type of content your people respond to most the last thing is that the equipment isn't as important as the message I can't tell you how many times I think my mic is on and then I'm actually speaking into a mic uh, but really it's the um, audio over on my MacBook that's like half a meter away that's catching the audio, and then when I re-listen to it, I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? The, the mic wasn't working again. <laughs> and um, you know, nobody messages and says, hey, man, you need to upgrade the equipment. Maybe they think that, but if the message is intact, uh, people will forgive you. What I'm saying is, yeah, get some good equipment, but don't stress about the quality of the mic, etc. Make sure that you're bringing the fire, bring, bringing the openness, bringing the vulnerability, bringing the value, bringing the stories, bringing the humor. That's what people want, okay? Now, here are five things that I've loved about podcasting and why we continue to upload three episodes per week. I'm looking forward to building a studio pretty soon where I can start knocking these out uh, more video format and uh, 
creating a different type of experience. But the first one ties into um, what I've learned, uh, meeting great people. Um, I've met some great, great people via my podcast, uh, many people that have come and spoken on stage. And uh, it's just it's just a great way to get to know people. And um, if you guys start to scroll through our um, episodes, I mean, there's so many names here of great, great men and women we've had on our podcast that become friends and uh, you develop friendships with, you know, typically you exchange uh, cell phones and uh, you can invite them to um, different things. You can check in and you can really start to um, support each other in different business adventures. So I've just really enjoyed how the podcast has helped me meet more people and um, via that, um, I get to meet even more people because the network just continues to expand. Uh, another great thing that I love about podcasting is that you don't need to rush. I always find find myself confined doing Instagram stories, Facebook stories, writing captions, and um, you know, reels. I freaking hate reels. It's just so hard to cram value into sixty seconds. You know what I'm saying? Not that you can't. I guess it's the day and age we live in, but with a podcast, I don't have to rush through it. I can give you context. I can speak at a normal pace. I don't need to tell you my whole life story in one episode. I can share bits and pieces of it over time. It's an ongoing relationship, and ongoing relationships take time to build. So I really love that podcasting, you know, if the episode's 20 minutes, you know, I might have been able to do it in 10 minutes, but big deal. You know, if somebody started the podcast, they can put it on 2x, 1.5, they can speed through it. Uh, if, if it's completely a bomb, they can turn it off. But if it's great, they will listen to the whole thing. And that's how you really emotionally connect with people. The next thing I love about podcasting is you get to build a loyal audience. You know, typically people don't listen to other people for 10, 20, 30 minutes, 60 minutes at a time, two, three times a week, you know, two, three hours a week. If they're not interested in what you have to say and they don't value who you are and what you stand for. So you're building a really loyal audience. This goes beyond getting people to like you and love you. Loyalty is where it's at and and people will tune in to see see how you're doing in life. You know, they want to hear what's happening outside of the core content that uh, they might, that might have drawn them in in the first place. So you draw a lot of people because they trust you and they are watching your growth and they want to come along for the ride. And these are individuals you don't need a hard sell. You could just mention something like, oh, cool, I'm going to be there at that time. I want to be at that event. So it's a really neat way to find out who your super fans are. You know, even if you have a thousand downloads an episode, like I guarantee those are thousand pretty loyal people. You know, so when you're building up like the numbers on your podcast, these are loyal people, right? People who subscribe to podcasts are loyal people. So, don't take that for granted. I would rather have, you know, a, a thousand, maybe two thousand subscribers on my podcast. We have, we have, um, you know, far more than that. But I would rather have that than like, you know, I don't know, twenty thousand Instagram followers because you know, half the Instagram followers are from India or from countries that Instagram's just feeding that aren't even really engaging with my content and aren't even like my ideal target audience. So that's a huge one. And finally, this is a little more tactical, but we do find that the podcast can accelerate the rate to revenue, accelerate the rate to revenue. 
Uh, Now, how does it do that? Well, we find that typically people consume content for around seven hours before they're ready to spend any money. It takes takes hours to build a relationship, right? Not minutes. So we want to appreciate that, you know, if you consume seven one-hour episodes of me talking about some valuable content, you're going to be in a far better position to respond to a call to action because you and I have essentially a relationship. We've probably connected on many, many points. So it's a lot easier to invite you to an event or to book a call or to check out a masterclass or to attend a five-day challenge or check out my uh, brand new book on Amazon, et cetera, right? Because you want more. So what we find is that people consume podcasts. They are ready to receive invitations. That's not saying we turn our podcasts into a, you know, into a flea market, but it certainly is a place where you don't need to do a full-blown sales pitch. You could just mention, like I'm about to do now, that, hey, I'm running a live event in Nashville, Tennessee, October 12th to 14th. And if you're looking to grow your fitness business and up-level your network, your skills, your traits, your motivation, your strategies in three days, there's a link in the show notes that you can check out. And it's uh, sevenfiguremastermind.ca forward slash Nashville. You can grab yourself a ticket. We'll hang out together and we'll help grow your fitness business faster than ever, smarter than ever. That's it, right? I, I could go into more, but for somebody that's been consuming my content for a while, that CTA is typically sufficient. And if I do anything more than that too regularly, people start to get, hey, dude, like we're friends. It's like, man, we're buddies. Like, why are you trying to heart sell me? Like, I listen to your podcast all the time. You know, it's me. Yo, bro, it's me. I subscribed five years ago. I gave you a review. I share your stuff all the time. Why are you pushing? I, I listen to your stuff three hours a week. Why are you, why are you pushing me so hard? <laughs> so you got you have to acknowledge that, right? We're on episode 500 today. And uh, I just want to say I really appreciate your time, your attention. Maybe some of you have been here since the very beginning. I th- assume you have been. People tell me they've been following me since the early no-nonsense muscle building days. So I don't take you for granted. I want to say thank you for investing into yourself and uh, valuing your own personal growth and uh, recognizing value in the show. If you got value from these 10 points here or even just one of them, I'd be grateful for you to share this on your stories or through your text messages, pay it forward. And uh, I hope this inspired you to become better and uh, maybe inspired you to take the next step to starting your podcast. We actually do have um, Luis Diaz come in. He's a grid friend of mine, one of my first seven-figure mastermind students from about five years ago who's been, um, who built a full-blown podcast agency. He'll be one of our speakers. So if you're looking to learn more about um, how to grow a podcast and how to get on podcasts, how to monetize your podcast, etc. He's going to be doing a full-blown talk and he works with a lot of uh, top podcasters in the space. So I'm so excited to meet a lot of you for the first time and see a lot of you again at our Nashville event, October 12th, 13th, and 14th, three days in Nashville, Tennessee. And um, I thank you for listening and thank you for your support, your loyalty, and we'll see you in the next one. Ciao, ciao.